Greetings, everyone. This is the Sound Health Option Show with Richard Talk to Me Guy. And as we know, Sherry Edwards is building the Sound Health Portal tool belt on every time I talk to her or we do a show on Tuesdays. She's out there building the Sound Health Portal, getting it more robust, able to do more, gather more information. You can go to soundhealthportal.com. And you can click on services and click on campaigns and you'll see free vocal prints and information that you can get off of your voice, which we now can do online and record directly into the computer, which is really great versus the old days when we had to, it was a slightly more complicated system for people to use it. But it's quite exciting to be able to do it directly online. And I think current campaigns that are running might be PTSD neuroplasticity, possibly even bio-diet. I know she has some demos coming up soon where you can join. If you go to soundhealthoptions.com and look on the front page there, they'll have notifications about the demos that are coming up where you can actually join on WebEx, sign up for a free webinar and watch a live demo of taking vocal prints and running it through the system. It's really amazing what the Sound Health portal can do now. It's uh, really wonderful. I advise going and checking it out. There are also some great video demos showing the work that are available on that site as well. Today, we're going to talk to Dr. Sam Milham, who wrote Dirty Electricity. And wow, I interviewed him about three years ago. We were just backstage talking about he's still talking about this. It's a lifestyle in such a positive way. And this is one of the, a, a show that you are going to want to save or re-listen to and or send to your friends because there are so many areas that this dirty electricity can have effect in our lives in terms of what I would call a tipping point. I'll ask the doctor about that, where it could add that extra stressor or that thing or that something or an unknown or all sorts of situations that the, the dirty electricity can have effects in. And you're going to want to share this with people and or listen to it again. And about 15 minutes after the show ends, you go to soundhealthportal.com, click on the radio tab or the Sound Health Radio tab, and the replay link back to the show notes and the replay will be there. And or you can go to any of your favorite podcast aggregators, such as Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. I think currently still my favorite is Google Podcasts because it's so easy and it's also easy to share. Actually, all of those are easy to share. Links to, to send to your friends. It's really, it's really important information for all of us. And with that, Dr. Samuel Milham is a physician epidemiologist specializing in public health. Dr. Milham, known as the scientist who first alerted the world to the potential link between occupational exposure to electromagnetic fields and human disease. He has more than 100 scientific publications, many dealing with the health effects of electricity. Dr. Milham found that based on his research, mortality rates increased as more and more residents of urban areas were joined to the electrical grid, including risks of cancer and diabetes. He shares some research, including an increase in cancer in a school, dairy cows not producing milk, and more. That led to the discovery of high-frequency electrical pollution that was causing an increase in a variety of problems and diseases. His mortality rate studies led to the writing of his book, Dirty Electricity, Electrification and the Diseases of Civilization. 
to alert people to the possibility of a looming epidemic of illness and mortality due to high-frequency radiation and what steps to take to reduce our exposure to dirty electricity. Welcome, Dr. Milham. Well, good morning. Good morning. We were already talking backstage, and it is really, uh, you're still talking about this in such a positive way, and it's such an important subject. It's such a low, well, it's just so many things. I'll just start out for, for people that don't know, I'll put in the show notes, the first show that we did, you, did with you uh, two or three years ago. But I have to ask this first question. As, a, as an epidemiologist, how did you get into or focus on electromagnetic fields? Well, it was almost accidental. I mean, I was, uh, I was suspicious about it, and then I, I heard about Dave Stetzer and Marty Graham and, and their work with dairy cattle up in, uh, in Wisconsin, and actually in California, too. And I said, well, God, if it's affecting the cows, maybe this is what's going on. So I made contact with them, and I've been, well, Marty's dead, but uh, Dave's still working, and I talk to him daily, usually. And we've had a number of direct projects together. So that's how I got into it. And then their equipment uh, helped us do the Laquinta Middle School study in in California. And uh, and, and, uh, I've been back to his place in Wisconsin a number of times and uh, hope to go again soon. And I want to, I guess, even though I I think our audience is aware of EMF or possibly uh, I'll ask about EMI, can you, would you define EMF so that we have a... Well, okay, electromagnetic fields. Anytime you you put electricity in a wire, it it radiates off the wire. You can pick pick up what's in the wire off the wire. And what's off the wire now is not just... uh, the electricity, the 60-cycle stuff that we use here, 50-cycle in Europe, but all sorts of other garbage that's a consequence of how electricity is generated and, and sent. And uh, unfortunately, that stuff makes us sick, too. It's not... If you do experiments with just pure 60-cycle, you can make animals sick, but you make them sicker if you... If you are... If, you, if the other stuff is included if you look at that too and then that's high frequency uh, voltage uh, transients they come and they go you can you call them that because that's how you measure them right and how does and what is EMI I've heard in some material I've read electromagnetic interference EMI uh, electromagnetic interference you know if you you get static on your radio that's EMI ah picky picky that's picking up garbage from elsewhere that you don't want. Ah, okay. <laughs> EMI drives me crazy as somebody who records and produces shows for yeah, people. I know. I hear I things. People, at, uh, people in your industry are the ones that have prompted us to try to clean up the stuff that's there. In other <laughs> words, uh, usually uh, you guys are the first people to get the control equipment well, and there's a, now also that there's a trend, uh, it's been happening for a while, but it's becoming even more so, where you have musicians all over the world 
and they're all playing from their individual studios and somebody such as myself is gathering all that information. When you're doing that kind of thing, you can pick up sound from, oh my, it's maddening. It is truly maddening because you hear something everywhere. It's just so dirty. And how does our, how does our electricity, well, actually, let me ask this first. With an ACE uh, alternating current there, when you see it on a oscilloscope, it's a clean signal is just kind of an even wave. A smooth sine wave, right. Thank you. And how does the junk around the edges, that furry stuff that happens, how does that happen? Where does that come from? How is that well, being it, created? It, it, it started way back when Edison made, made the first turn of his generators at Pearl Street. He had brush arcing, and that's where the electricity is made, where the the contact brushes are spinning. And anytime you get arcing, you get a discharge. You know, like if you spark something in your radio, you can hear the spark. And so that's how it started. And and all the other stuff that we use electrically, much of it has a side effect of of, of generating this, and certain things are really bad, like compact fluorescent lights and ordinary fluorescent lights. Actually, the non, the all safe lights are the ones that Edison made us. Everything else is bad, with rare exception. There are a couple exceptions, but uh, we published a paper uh, last year showing that ordinary fluorescent lights um, increase the current in your body. <laughs> And you were asking a question before we got on air about putting a lead in my mouth. Well, I remember that. I, I don't know, a couple of our meters have to, well, the meter that we use to detect the current in the body, we have to put a put a contact strip, like I put it on my chest. I'm hairy, and I hate like I'll put that thing on my chest all the time. So when I do many measurements, I just stick the, the chest lead in my mouth. It's pretty close, and it works. And there's a very, very little difference in the, the readings. And where does it? And where do you? Uh, so you're using like a voltmeter of some kind, and then you so you yeah, put one lead in your mouth and one in the earth. Yeah, actually, it's uh, what happens. I got a call from Marty Grimes saying he, saying he figured out how to measure voltage in people, and I went to the literature. And there's no fault there was, and it was done by using the mathematical relationship uh, V equals IR, you know, voltage equals current times resistance. Uh, and uh, and if you know the resistance and you know the voltage, you can figure the current. But but we keep found a way of measuring it with a, an off-the-shelf fluke meter. So he said, sent me one, sent, sent Dave one uh, up in Wisconsin. And we started playing with him and uh, and uh, we started measuring current in people in various situations, and that brings me to our current situation. Uh, more and more people are dying in fresh water from uh, their heart stopping. Wow. People are swimming or floating down a river, they die, you know. A couple of women went swimming two years ago down in some place in Alabama, and they picked up their bodies, and, and that was almost certainly what was going on. The, the, the utilities uh, are <clears throat> when they first started generating electricity. They most of the all the electricity that comes to your house goes back to the substation. You know, we 
minus the stuff you use. But, but going back went back and, and the, the resistance wires upon the poles. Now most of it goes back through the earth. What happened is uh, as the stored electricity got invented and, and uh, we, we, Dave showed that uh, well, dairy cattle really respond to this. Uh, you can measure it every day in their milk production. He showed that that the stuff in the ground uh, from the utility was uh, making the cows stop giving milk. And he, he could improve it by having them uh, get rid of the stuff in the ground by putting it back where it belongs in the wires and uh, the return currents. And he did that, and uh, it works. So what we've been doing is, uh, that's where I'm disturbed now, that there's more and more dirty electricity in the ground. I, I can pick up you know, 12 volts in the ground uh, wow. down in California. Weesh. And so there's a, I, I don't have this written down, but it comes to mind, there's a trend in some group, in some areas where people are talking about doing something called grounding. Oh, where God. You have a, where oh, you have a... Okay. <laughs> That's the kiss of death, that stuff. I read their book, you know, that I was, they, they're centered in uh, Indio, California, or someplace near there, and uh, I tried to, to talk to them about this, and, well, their book is nonsense. I mean, what they're doing is they're having you put that dirty stuff in the ground into your body, and uh, and you don't even have to do anything about it. Like in a condo I lived in in California for winters, uh, I moved away, I'm back up north. Uh, it was dirty, and the floor was dirty. Everything that touched the floor, metal, metallic, was dirty, like metal door, doorknobs, and stuff. So, I, as I learned about it, that I protected myself. But most of the people down there don't know about that, so they're all getting this ground current. And if they want one or get more of it, they can buy by, by Ober's uh, ground grounding stuff and and hook, hook yourself right up to the ground. I just, well, I mean, it makes people sick. Yeah, I mean, I know people who are standing uh, on mats in front of their computer or, you know, they stand. Like I have a standing workstation. I'm not standing on one of those because it never always creeped me out. The idea just seemed like, really? I'm going, you know, because the earth is so polluted with dirty electricity now that it never made sense to me that grounding was a good idea. Uh, and, oh, no, and I really hope I'm going to jump here because you talked about you cleaned yourself up. How do we, well, first, how do we detect it so that we know? Well, I mean, well, I've got a, I've got a couple of papers. Uh, okay. I've got a book. It's called Dirty Electricity. It's, I was amazed. It's only under six bucks from Amazon. You started out like 12. So maybe not so, but that's good. But uh, uh, anyway, and now I've got, got it, and I've got a website. Uh, just Google Sam Melham Dirty Electricity. It'll pop up, and then just hit the the, the tab for recent publications. And then there, there's two or three papers where I, I show how to do it, and uh, it's work I did in California. And uh, it's basically simply just. Hook yourself up with an electrode on your chest and went to uh, a true earth or, or, or out like ground, and you, you get the current in your body. 
that that page that that page I put that in the show notes, and that page is loaded with amazing amounts of great research papers and some links to videos, and it's a you know have an afternoon when you click on that link because there's a ton of great information there. Uh, I was really I spent quite a bit of time on that page reading and reviewing things, and it was really wow, it's a great resource on electrical pollution. Yeah, you know, people don't don't read that stuff. Who reads that? It's usually people do the same kind of thing, and and uh, you know I, I don't know much about other parts of science. Uh, I mean, I consider myself you know smart, and, and uh, I've read a lot, but uh, people just aren't familiar with uh, well, how how they live, and uh, I'm going to clear my throat. I'll see if that helped. Well, not much. It's really having a breakfast. <laughs> and 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 so, how did the research that you when you started doing work at Washington in Washington State, and you did research looking at death records? How did that yeah. give you? And a combination of an interesting combination of death records and census gave you just a boatload of ahas and. Mm-hmm. Graphs, I suspect, or spreadsheets. Yeah, well, of information. it started with childhood leukemia. I thought, really, this is a great disease to study because the kids don't live that long. They die at age four or five, and and we can, can track their births and their deaths. And so I was studying childhood leukemia, and I was certain that it was caused by the CMF stuff. And but when I did my studies, it wasn't just that; it was everything. I couldn't believe it. I looked at female breast cancer; that was up. The one that really got me was suicide. So we had uh, utilities have been measuring uh, current, and well, they know who's got got, got electricity because they send them bills, and uh, and they keep you can show there's tabs of uh, how many people are wired up. I mean, getting electric service from the utility, and that figure against death rates, uh, you know, tells you a lot over over time. See, the, the, the thing that really made it possible to do the study in this country was were so big that the last places got electrified in the 1950s. Not, not and it started in 1882. So, wow. so by the turn of the century, all the big cities in the world had electricity, but the U.S. farms didn't finally get it until the 50s. So you had like a century, half a century, where you could look at the trend. And mortality, and boy, it just goes up, 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 up for all these things. A couple of things went down. The stomach cancer went down because I think we were getting a lot of that from what we ate. But everything else has gone up except the auto accidents, you know. And when you look at communities such as Amish communities where they don't use electricity, oh, do you healthy? observe differences? Yeah. Oh, yeah, huge differences. So we studied the Amish, and uh, unfortunately now they're they're getting exposed to the ground current because even if they don't hard hook the wires coming in their house, actually when they buy a place they rip the wires out and sell them. But now they're get, getting exposed from the ground, and it's making them sick. Just the ground the ground voltage and current. Wow. And can and what about? Let's go back to agriculture. I mean, you know, I'm thinking of, I live in an Aggie area in Northern California. 
where I drive around and I see cows out walking in fields where everybody's proud of their pasture-fed chickens who are out uh, pecking and, you know, living like real chickens. And and what about all these animals that are out walking on the ground who are, I mean, they're grounded all day long because they're they're caused. Well, the the cows know it and they they show it to you. I mean, and and they also pick up electromagnetic interference and devices. I mean, they told me a story of a, a guy someplace back east who had a big dairy herd that died gradually and finally they were gone and it was all due to a a 10 horse uh, variable frequency drive uh, on on uh, some device he had there so if he could have picked that up he he'd be he'd still be in the business you know wow and is there something is there something farmers can do Yes, I mean, yes. Well, okay. They, they can they can sue the utility and uh, get them to put the stuff back in the wires. And that's a big, big help. And they, what is that? They, they, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, what do what do utilities actually have to do to do that? Is is it a just huge reinvention or? Uh, no, 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 no. Just more more return wires like the all their current. Return current went back in wires when they started, and they've just been cheating on the rules. I can show you state rules in every state saying you can't put the stuff in the ground, but they do. They, and probably probably 80% now goes back via the earth, and it's getting worse all the time because they've got more electric junk being used. You know, in Europe, they got, they got a different system. They got a delta system over there, so all the stuff goes back in the wires. Over here, we got a the, we got a grounded wire grid, Y grid, W Y E, and unfortunately, uh, at the transformer, those funny cylinders you see on the poles, the center tap, there's three taps on them. The outside two taps are the hot, so the, the center tap is the is the ground, and they got a wire running from that to the earth to protecting say if lightning hit the, at the wires it'd give it a, sh- a short circuit to ground instead of coming to your house but now they got the center tap is i just go out i took my corner i got a got a transformer i just measured the center tap and that's gone up over the years like you know from one or two volts to maybe seven or eight now and and let's say uh i know some dairymen up here is there anything that they can do in their own dairy farm? Can they somehow wire their buildings so that that electricity isn't going to ground, that it is returned? Or how can uh, is there no, a preventative no. they can do? Uh, no, they're in trouble because of what's coming from, from outside. It's running through the ground. I mean, I didn't really appreciate this until I carried my equipment up in the Cascade Cross Trail when I hiked a lot when I was young. And, and I measure up in 20 miles from anywhere, and you always find current in the ground because it's running to, to, to the substation someplace and uh, God knows where. But it's, it's hot everywhere, everywhere I've measured in North America, and, uh, and I know of some people in the East Coast that have done it for me too, and it's there also. It's usually higher in the cities because there's, you know, more electrical stuff. And, and it's close together. And are there devices? I wasn't going to go here, but I have to go here now. Are there? Is there anything we can put in our own homes 
to help at least yeah, clean up well, our own field? Yeah, well, well uh, you can get a needle from Stutzer, Stutzer Electric, and he's got a website, and you can buy filters from him, which you just plug it in the outlet, and they knocked it, they short out the dirty electricity. And uh, I've got them in my house, and I've had them in every place I've lived. When I travel, I carry the filters with me and plug them in. I also disable the compact first lights you find in hotels. Because they're <laughs> a, bad, a bad source. Yeah. You know? And which are which are actually worse, the halogens or the compact fluorescents? Compact fluorescents. And is that because they... Uh, the electricity, you screw in a compact fluorescent bulb and it looks like a light bulb. Yeah, but it's actually, oh, there, so there is an inverter in there. There's okay. an inverter in there, right? And, and so LEDs all those little... Are bad. LEDs okay. are bad, too. Okay. They work the same way. And so that means all of our devices that we plug in, whether it's a tablet or a phone, you know, all the stuff that we now just have in our lives... Those little bricks that we plug into the wall to charge those, those are all transformers, so those are all creating more dirt? That's in the form of a question. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. We know this uh, some sentiment from uh, Hewlett-Packard uh, laptop, and uh, I mean, when I got the current meter, I found out I was putting terrible current in my body, and uh, it was coming off the metal parts of my computer, and uh, so I, I wrote the company, and they just blew me off. And uh, but but I found out that well somebody else in England had found out if you put a you ground from a USB port on it to the earth that got rid of it so that's a simple fix I did it and I, I tell anybody else who's got one of these to check it out especially if they're they're working on it all day so you just I, take a so you there's so many sneak there's so many sneaky places where you're getting exposed. And who, who would have guessed that my laptop was exposed to me? And I've checked other ones, and they're all the same. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of, because of what I do, I have a lot of devices around me, and that's a thought. I mean, not actually very much around me is plugged into a brick. It's all AC power. But there are devices that I have, like a cell phone or something that I use. Yeah, I don't have all. How many, how, many, how many hours a day do you have your hands on a computer? Uh, I'm on a laptop typing something, you know, or responding oh, yeah. to emails. Or, oh, I yeah. I wrote a book, you know. Yeah. I, was, I was on this <laughs> thing for months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad when I, when I got rid of that. Yeah, it. I'm I'm on a computer a lot. Fortunately, it's not yeah. a laptop, so I don't have the brick involved, but I do have other devices, like the you know line that controls my mixer is, I think, plugged into a little brick. So it makes yeah. me want to, you know, immediately get a Stetzer device and plug. Do I need multiple of the those things? I'll put well, those need, in the you show need, notes. You need, you need, depending on how dirty your house is, you need that many more filters. I got about, like I said, right in my house, I, I put forty or fifty in a big place, you know. Yeah. But they're worth it. I'll tell you. I mean, it gets rid of the, the main frequencies that that cause cows to stop milking. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story about that. Stetzer cleaned up a, a school someplace in Wisconsin. And a couple of days later, this dairy farmer comes roaring into his place and said, what the hell did you do? All of a sudden, his cows doubled their milk production. And by cleaning up the school, he got rid of a whole bunch of stuff that was was in the, in 
the dairy farm wasn't that far from the school, but he cleaned up the guy's <laughs> the guy's uh, cow exposure, and, and they got healthier. They were giving more milk. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Uh, just north of just north east, northwest of me is a town called Petaluma, which was known for dec- decades chicken. as the ch- as the chicken capital of the world. Chicken capital of the world. <laughs> And it would be great to have these chicken capitals, you know, cleaned up of electricity because, I mean, everybody's eating chicken, and it just seems yeah, no. like we don't need and well, they're and we're eating their eggs as well. Yeah, but but it, it doesn't carry over to the meat or the eggs. I mean, once they're dead, they're dead. It's only when you're living and walking around that you get exposed to this stuff, and then them too, you know. Okay. So it's really it's not the carryover effect in the animals. No, there's no carryover. Okay, Thank but God. it is this chronic. But it, there is this chronic exposure we all have yeah. that could be. And do you feel? And as an epidemiologist, do you feel that the dirty electricity could be a, a tipping point in the in a pile of? You know, various you know pesticides and pollutions and just stuff that's hey, in the I, air. Look, look, I, I, I think it all adds up, and and there's, there are some people who are really sensitive to it. Like Dave Stutzer, he goes into a place and he's oh this place is dirty, and I'm not sure it is. I can't feel anything, but he can feel it, and it affects his blood sugar. He's diabetic, and uh, and, and that's why when I travel, I, I carry a little kit to make my room safer. I spent one night in a motel in Chicago I was giving a deposition in a guy's trial, and uh, man, I couldn't sleep a bit. I knew it had to be that. So I got them to put me in another place the next night, and I slept better. Now I count the meters. I go and I measure it. He's got a microsurge meter. You plug it, it's, and, and it doesn't need batteries. You just plug it in, and it's powered by the outlet. And it tells you how much dirt you have there. Ooh, that's really good. There's a really good demo. Um, I'll put it in the show notes that I watched uh, you do. It's an older, it's from 2012, but it's a great demo of you showing a bunch of, you know, plugging things in and measuring things and showing the effects of an incandescent, yeah. you know, demoing the incandescent light bulb versus the fluorescent light bulb and showing the meters and then plugging in the Stetzer devices yeah, well, and really know, the thing, cleaning thing things that up. Gets me as a, I, 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 when I'm out doing this stuff, sometimes I go have lunch someplace. I, I just plug in an outlet there. And, oh my God, most of these places are filthy, and you know, I can't say a thing to them about you because they're not going to do anything, or they think you're nuts. They'll think you're nuts. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. And. <laughs> uh, uh, we talked backstage uh, that I had uh, maybe 20 or f- 15 or 20 years ago, I was looking at a property uh, in Northern California that it was about 12 or 15 acres. I can't remember, but it was solar powered, but it was a 12 volt property. There was no conversion to 110. Yeah. It was all, all the appliances. I mean, it was a regular home with appliances yeah. that were all 12 volt. And it was so... I don't know another word besides quiet. It was just so nice to be there. It was so pleasant. And it wasn't just that it was out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it wasn't so much out in the middle of nowhere. You could see town. 
but it was just that there was no 110, I think. Now, especially after having interviewed you and thought about it down through the years, it was really amazing. And I don't consider myself sensitive that way. I'm acoustically sensitive because of what I do. But it was just so like I'd almost yeah, you, you, was you meditating. Know, that's, that stuff is real. And, uh, and if the, we've had a lot of examples like this one bank uh, that Dave worked with uh, where all of the, the female the tellers uh, couldn't get pregnant or they were mis- miscarrying and he cleaned the place up and they had an epidemic of pregnancies, you know? They all got pregnant. So it's, it's, it affects fertility and, and the ability to have kids. And, uh, and, all, and you know, these, like the cell phones, I mean, girls are getting breast cancers where they, they tuck their cell phone into their, their breast to carry, you know, and, and people are getting colon cancer and, and uh, rectal cancer from, from carrying cell phones in their pockets. And, uh, you know, and they're just touching you, touching your body, you know, and I don't know, we're just nuts. And now they're, they, this Musk guy is, uh, he's putting satellites up to, we get our cell phones, cell phones from space around the planet. That just right, might be so the end of us, you know. There will be Wi-Fi everywhere. Everywhere. Um, yeah. A terrible thought. Because I've heard you say, I can't remember if I read it in your book or if I, I've heard you say, because I've listened to and read a lot of your material, we are electrical beings. And, and sometimes I get into arguments with tech people because they blow it all off. They just think I'm a whack job when I talk about EMF or EMI or pollution in general. But I mean... Well, ask them if they've ever had an EEG or an EKG or an EMG. What are we measuring? We're measuring stuff in your body, you know, your brain, and your heart, and it's very subtle stuff. It's little tiny signals. So, what happens when we get hit with this big, dirty electricity? The, yeah, well, the disharmony. And the other thing, the other thing is, the stuff in your body is, we evolved with that, and the problem is, evolution doesn't work that fast, and we've changed it in the last blink of the eye with all this this crap. That started Edison, and uh, oh no, I don't want to do that electricity, but I think we can do it a whole lot safer and a whole lot better. But that's after after I'm gone, you know, it'll happen. It might happen, it might not. We we just might blow us, blow ourselves away with nuclear bombs or something. <laughs> that's a different show, but I agree with you. Yeah. Um, and what about, is there anything a school could do? I mean, because of, I mean, kids oh, are in, you know, closed boxes under fluorescent, oftentimes yes. under fluorescent schools, lights. Schools are a, just a problem. I mean, I've cleaned up a couple of schools and every school ought to get measured. I mean, and uh, it causes problems, learning problems in the kids. And and I, I could spend a, a week talking about schools. I've done a bunch of them and... Uh, the stuff does affect learning and it affects behavior. It affects the kids' ability to learn. And uh, I'm sure you could make our schools a whole lot better if you cleaned them up electrically. And if you looked at, a speci- um, I'm certain you have, looked at the increase of ADD and ADHD, uh, yeah, and do you think that's a correlation? Of course. I a paper on my website <laughs> on that. That's strictly an EMF disease. And, and you know, we, 
I had a whole bunch of kids with uh, ADHD in, the, in, a, in a school. I cleaned the room, their classroom up and they were instantly cured, you know. So you know the imbalance, it's from the EMF. And does that, is it possible that if every classroom in America had a Stetzer thing plugged into the room, it would help them? And then houses, oh yeah, you'd cure it. That would be a vanishing disease. It'd go away. Wow. When you, you got 30 kids in your class, they all have, have ADHD symptoms. Something's going on, you know? And the teacher, nobody noticed it until I cleaned the place up. And it was really bizarre. <laughs> I cleaned them up on a Friday night after class. I went and, went and I think I put five filters in that room. And, and the next week I get an emergency call from the teacher. She said, what, what did you do? She said, the kids are better. She's, they're concentrating. They're not jumping around. And she said, she was going to quit. I mean, the kids were that bad. And, uh, and the only day they were, 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 were well was the day they went to the library <laughs> at mm. the school. So I cleaned the whole school up. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I cleaned up places that aren't clean anymore because people come by and they pull the filters out and throw them away or something. I don't know. Crazy. Or somebody, or somebody unplugs it and doesn't put it back. Yeah, or, right. You know, because right. it, it just looks, I've seen this, that's their boxes and they don't look like anything. They're just a thing you plug in the wall. So if that's you don't right. know what it is or say, don't unplug this, um, yeah, people no, will have no idea. We should fix it so that if they touch it, they get a shock. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some dirty electricity for you. Leave that alone. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it has so many areas. I mean, you had a list uh, talking about some of the areas like, you know, I, I think, again, it's, it's a, a tipping point of really, if you have a health imbalance to begin with, that just adding the uh, dirty electricity to that could be the thing that is the tipping point that pushes over a condition because of that yeah, extra well, added I, I, stress. And we've we've had had a, had a couple of bizarre ones uh, where a guy was being treated for leukemia and, and he was in just in a really sick place in terms of its electrical pollution. Dave cleaned it up and and he ate for the first time and he didn't have his leukemia. It was gone. I mean. Who maybe there was a misdiagnosis, but uh, oh, you ought to pay, pay attention to that because I'm, I'm sure a lot of our diseases is due to the EMF. I, mean, I know it is. I mean, breast cancer for sure, and suicide for sure. Got, got us. You know, suicide's an interesting deal. I wrote, wrote a little bit on this. Uh, the only place that it happens in, in the military, it's high and. The only military will get it are those who are in places that are air-conditioned, like mm. Iraq and Afghanistan. The people in the Navy and the Air Force don't get it. And, and, we, and, and they, they put air-conditioning in, and that, that's the problem. Uh, because they have to bring in these big portable generators, which are dirty, and they're not clean. And uh, So they just put the dirty electricity into the base, and... And it's not just the guys out fighting, it's the, the cooks and the other people who, who are around it all the time who get it. But anyway. well, well, and oftentimes they'll be in, uh, when they go in and set up an installation, a quick installation, oftentimes they bring in shipping containers so they're in a metal box yeah. uh, because that way they can quickly set up a base. Yeah. And 
and they set up a metal box and they put dirty electricity to it. So you're living in a giant dirty metal box under yeah, stress. Uh, human exposure. <laughs> it's yeah, truly amazing. A lot, of, a lot of the animal experiments, you know, they're done in rats and mice, but many of those are have dirty electricity levels that they don't even know about and uh, and has a big effect on, on the animals because... Well, we've shown the task, but anyway. And have you done, or do are you aware of anybody doing research at a, at a petri dish level where they test being in a clean environment versus a dirty electricity environment? I'm has sure anybody done things like that? The, the Russians were light years ahead of us in this. Uh, they said that they had, they showed them a book. And that where they listed which frequencies caused which cancer and which diseases, they they were mm. way ahead of us. And there's some stuff in the U.S. literature now picking up on that. But uh, they were doing it 50 years wow. ago. You know? Wow, wow, And what is? I, I know you've talked about this, but I want to use this phrase because you talk you talked about ground currents. I mean, I, I think that ground currents. I'm suspecting are now. I now suspect are dirty electricity. What are ground currents? And is there some point at which we reach maximum load? I mean, can the Earth just endlessly hold I don't have dirty any electricity? Idea. No, okay. I think you can electrocute people. You can put and you can put a lot, a lot of it in the ground. You put, you can, the stuff flows in the ground, especially the wetter it is, the more it flows. And, uh, and, and unfortunately, it's everywhere. And I haven't found a place that's clean. I'm sure it was before Edison, but uh, and it's probably it's cleaner in Europe for sure. I know it is because and that's because they have a different kind of electricity, or not a different different kind of grid. They got a different different grid. grid. They got the Delta grid, and I think that's one of the reasons why we're always low on uh, the health. When you look at countries around the world, and we're way down in uh, in most stuff, and nobody ever mentions the fact that we've got this Delta grid. I think that's a reason for a lot of lowness. And was that an intentional thing on their part, or was it just a choice and it turned out to be no, to their no, benefit? No, I, I don't know. I think it was just no. They didn't. They didn't know about ground current when they established the, the grid. So they just they just did what they felt was best electrically. <clears throat> and uh, uh, Edison had had grid, grid problems and, and grid electricity problems from from the get go, and. Uh, they had it in town. The horses would would feel the electricity and it would buck, you know. So they started putting some some return wires in because they were they were digging a lot, you know, burying their cables and stuff. And uh, and the ground was hot, and the horses were picking it up. Wow! Yikes! I read all that stuff. That's really interesting. I read Edison's notes. I forget where I got them from. And was there, and and was there, was Tesla a DC guy? Was somebody, was there a DC person on our side of the, you know, did did we jump to AC for a reason versus DC? Yeah, I I don't know. But uh, they decided on AC and uh, we've got to live with it, unfortunately. (laughs) 
And when you talk about brushes, uh, I've rebuilt generators for cars. And yeah. they, you, there's a point Take at which you actually you, you have the brushes on the armature, and that's what creates the electricity. So I've actually right. seen, when you talk about brushes, that's the picture that comes to my mind, is rebuilding a generator for a car. And you yeah, actually you have brushes. Yeah. You, know, you, you get the test equipment, you got to measure your car. I had a guy come into my, into my house one day here, uh, uh, probably early 40s, and uh, he'd had a stroke, a stroke. And I said, hey, that doesn't seem right. So I went out and looked at his car, and what he had in his car was... Uh, Oh, uh, his Wi-Fi antenna for the car was right about one inch from his head. He was about six five. As he sat there, his head was getting sat by that stuff all the time. I said, "Get yourself a different car to disable that thing." You know, hey, there's all sorts of sneaky places you get it, and and nobody's paying attention. Well, we can't see it. We can't see it. We can't smell it. Can't so it, it's, you can't feel it. Right it's there, man. And maybe that's why dogs walk around and find it. Maybe that's why dogs go out and find a spot, and once they find a clean spot, they make a circle and they lay down in that spot. I always like to watch animals because they seem to be more, you know, they feel a lot more and have a lot more sensation about what's going on. And you'll watch an animal who will find a spot. They'll walk out and they'll find it, or even cats will do this. They'll go out and then they'll find a spot and kind of do that circle thing, and then they'll lay down right there. Maybe that's a clear spot. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) And how do we, um, as we're moving, we're not there, but as we move, you know, toward the end-ish time here, how do we, what would you suggest in terms of for our own detection, is there a meter measuring device so that we could begin to observe these things that you would suggest? Yeah, there's a place called Less EMF, it's in Albany, New York, and they, they sell everything, you know, and... And that microwave news has a list meters that they favor. I've got a an old, well, it's probably 30 years old, but I still use it. I've got a thing that measures a magnetic field, weak levels, and I've, and Trifield puts out a meter that measures three different different variables. So you can get two or three meters and you can cover yourself. I mean, I've, I've got I got ten meters here, you know. But, uh, and, but you, you need a, uh, you can buy a meter for uh, to measure current. The one that measures current, can you can use it to check your batteries and all this. But anyway, you can get meters and just do a little research and you can get good ones. They cost like a hundred bucks. The ones I I got a couple thousand dollar meters, and unfortunately, unfortunately. (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, before the show, and I and I always have it around. I've had a Trifield meter for decades. It seems like. Yeah. And because it, it's the classic, you know, I don't know why it seems like the classic, but it seems like the classic meter. And I was, as I was getting ready to do the show, I thought, oh, I'll wander around and look at stuff. And I, it happens every once in a while. But I, and then it's like, it freaks me out for a while because it's like, oh, ooh, I don't want to be standing in front of this monitor because look what it's doing. Now. That's right. And it freaks me out. And then I have to back off for a while. And that's why it's on a shelf. It's always around. I, I just thought of a, I don't know if I told you this before, but I use a, 
an AM portable radio, turn it off station when I first go into a place to measure, and it'll tell you where you're getting getting RF. And uh, a lot of times there's a surprise. I put, put it on by your microwave, and it'll scare the crap out of you. <laughs> you're 20 feet away, it's buzzing your microwave. What's it doing to your cells? That's actually a really great segment. I'll put that uh, the video where you did where you do a talk and you're showing that because that's I remember that back when I was doing whole life expo shows or you know various expos, and I forget who it was, but it was one of the guys like you who would come in with his AM radio just off, and then he'd walk around your booth and things would scream and bark and make bad sounds, and it was and I just thought what a cool scary thing to know. That was before yeah. I knew that much about EMF, but it was such a great... It made me want to go out, uh, but no Radio Shacks anymore. But I am going to go yeah, find you know, a small uh, pocket AM radio. You've got a car radio. That's another good one. I put mine on AM. I tune it off station. I drive around the city. And it's showing where the hot spots are. No, no, oh, I mean, it, yeah. it just shows where, where, what you're getting from where, you know? Wow. Oh, well. And and it's a, it's a it's a great world. <laughs> it's an amazing place. It's an amazing place. And is, is there any kind of Stetzer device for your car? Can we do anything in the car to? No, no, no. You can before you buy a car, check it out. I right. Get my meters, and I I go drive it, and, and I sit in it and measure it, and I turn turn the ignition on, and and, and then measure it, and then as I drive, I measure it. I worry about these electric cars because uh, they're just a big electric bomb, you know, uh, big batteries and and motors. And I've measured a couple of them; they were hot, but I, that was years ago. Right. I measured an early Tesla Tesla car, and it was really dirty. Yeah, and would a would a diesel engine because it's not an electrical? I mean, there is electricity in well, it, yeah, but it's the, not as electrical. Diesels are safer, and. Uh, I met a group of people who were electrosensitive who lived down in Arizona someplace, and they all drove these old diesels. And and uh, the other trick with cars is uh, they were sensitive to the tires. The, the steel belting in your tires picks up magnetic fields, and when you rotate them, they put fields in, in, the, in the area of the tires. It's like your left foot. Kids who sit in the back seat over the tires get exposed so they they use uh, old fiberglass belted tires I don't even know if you can buy them anymore I, wouldn't I don't know but I'm making a shop. note I'm going to find out right after we hang up <laughs> I, I went in a tire shop once wow. and, and I walk around my meter and just a magnetic field meter and uh, hey this tire is dead <laughs> and there is a fiberglass belted tire that they happen to have one laying around <clears throat> But anyway, so I wrote the tire companies about that. They blew me off, too. <laughs> Nobody wants to you hear know, about they, it. You know, that they, yeah. they, they they put wire. They could use non-magnetic wire in it, you know? The wire is what's the problem. you got to have like a mile of wire in your tire. And uh, it's safe and better driving, and but it does expose you. But anyway, and you get rid of it for a little while by demagnetizing it. But, you know, what's the point? It's going to come back from the Earth's field. 
Well, and we're out driving on roads that are, you know, long stretches of road that are on the earth that I met. And it's all sort of minerally, so I suspect it's picking up every – it's not like we're riding on – well, that wouldn't help either. I was thinking there are some roads where they're using at least levels of recycled tire but now that you're talking about the metal in the tire, they're just poking the metal into that road. So that's not helping either. Yeah. Um, planes are bad, too. I've measured really high fields in planes. I'm glad I'm not a pilot. They, they show higher cancer rates, and the crews get sick, too. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> and, and, and what was the thing? We used to... I was almost said back in the old days, uh, I remember seeing ground straps on trucks or cars. And what was uh, that? Gas, that's so that they don't build up static charges because, like, gas, gas trucks have those. Oh, okay. But that doesn't do anything for us because all that would do is actually draw up more of the garbage from. Yeah, that's right. It wouldn't help you any. <laughs> wow. It's, uh, you must live, in, do you live in a cabin in the woods with a candle? Well, no, I you... live on a, I live in a, I've been in this place for 50 years, and it's it's built on posts. Ah. Yeah, so it's, it's not built on a slab, which is bad news, and a slab with rebar, you know, which which is conductive as hell, and with, a, with gas pipes coming to the slab, you know. My condo in California is just hot, which, by the way, was built without turning electricity on. Turn everything off, and you could still measure the stuff everywhere. But no, this place doesn't have that. It's, and with the filters, it's, it's clean. Except they put a smart meter on my house about four years ago, and oh man, I couldn't sleep. And so finally, they, they later on passed a law which, which gave you an option. So and I got my old meter, not my old meter, but I got another analog meter back on. And the smart meter's gone, but they're putting those things up everywhere. They're terrible. They, yeah, they, there's... They, yeah, go ahead. Another improvement. Uh, it improved their bottom line because I could fire the meter readers, but that's it. <laughs> well, and be, yeah, that way they can just uh, use a satellite. Great, so we have satellite beaming information down or up, back and forth, monitoring our power usage rather than having somebody walk around and gather information. Um, it's all, we talked about this before the show, that my, kind of my byline is uh, follow the money. And it does seem to be so many of these things are a result of higher profit margin is good. And, oh, if that pollutes you or kills you, that's not, you know, that doesn't affect our bottom line, so that's okay. Yeah, I watched this, uh, I watched the Democratic debates the other night. I thought that was a joke, but... You know, until I get the money out of out of politics, until we the tax money pays for the for these people to to campaign, and uh, and we get the Cokes and and the, and the Bezos and the other rich people out of it. You know, they own Congress. They bought them. They, they we got we got a president because he's got a lot of money and. Uh, Unfortunately, we're not, not going to have a clean system until we have one man, one vote, and 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 it's money free. Yeah, and that's how it yeah. goes. There's some really I pulled and I put this in the show notes the uh, microwave news that you mentioned. Yeah. That I I just pulled up their page and I put the link into chat, 
And just looking at this cover page is, I mean, I'm not making these up. These are article headlines with information about them. And one of them is colorectal cancer soaring in young adults are smartphones in the mix. There you go. Um, and then there's another breast one. Cancer, and then I'll, breast cancer right. in 18-year-old women, you know, right, right on, yeah. the, on the breast where they, they carry the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah. I watch... Yeah, I watch wager, you know, I watch women pull a phone out of their bra and I think, yeah, sure. Oh my god, soft tissue near your heart? Really? <laughs> nobody nobody warned them and it's a comfortable place and it's a nice warm cell phone all the time, you know? God. Yikes. I never, mind, um, never on never on my my phones. I got a I carry it in the car for emergencies and I put it in my pack when I go hiking, but that's it. My mind's out in the wall. It, it <laughs> rings. I never, never answer. You know. Yeah. I've I haven't held a cell phone to my head for years. I can't imagine the idea of actually holding it directly Mine's to your brain. Never against my ear. Never. <laughs> so I always put it on speakerphone. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. Go Do we have a happy close? Go ahead. We just said, go to an airport and everybody's not talking to each other. They're staring at their friggin' cell phone. <laughs> oh, I know. And everybody's talking about blue light is an issue. And I knew blue light is an issue. But what about the EMF? It's amazing how many people I hear talking about the light quality, you know, you, but nobody's you, you really speaking word, to the EMF. Well, we talked before the show. You you, you brought up the you, – you read one of my – well, one of my lead-ins, a looming epidemic. Well, hell, it's not looming. We had had this epidemic for 150 years, and we're right in the middle of it. It's getting worse. And if we're going to undo it, we're going to have to do something about how we generate and distribute electricity. And there's safe ways to do it, and, and there's the way we do it now, and the way we do it now is not safe. That's all there is to it. Yikes. Um, all right, I'll, I'll put this in the show notes, but for the listening audience, please tell us where to find uh, your book, Dirty Electricity, and find out more information about your research. I, 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 I get mine from Amazon. I just put 10 more to, to give away, you know, and uh, like it was 546, I think. <laughs> really cheap. Wow, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good little book. I, was, I just got thinking, I ought to just... I've got about ten more papers I should put in there. Uh, we've done a lot of good studies since, since I, I wrote that. 1912, no, not, not 2012 was the, the last, the last entry. Uh, but I'm not. Perhaps, gonna it. Per, perhaps you could work. update the. If there's an electronic version, you could update the electronic version without having to reprint a whole book. That would be great for us to have updated information. Just have a digital version. You you, you can get that off my website. I got most of the new stuff, whole whole papers on my website. I put them on there as soon as I get them done. Read the one on lighting. It's just a single word. Click on lighting. (laughs) You know, the worst places I find are high-rise office buildings. Almost all of them are fluorescent or LEDs, and they've got got generators and and, uh, you you know, the wires and Oh, you know, to get elevators and all that good stuff. And I always wondered why the, um, office workers had high cancer rates. Well, now I know. Yeah. So lights and electricity. And the stuff that's on the roof. You have cell tower. Oh, that's a whole other show. Oh, yeah, I, I know. 
It's mind blowing. When I look at the top of buildings or tops of hotels, there's a lot of, you know, they like to yeah, put stuff I've on tops of hotels. The top floors of those places, and you can you can pick up the the, the RF from the from the cell towers, and you can tell uh, what kind they got, you know, because they got specific frequencies. But whatever. <laughs> What am I laughing for? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a nervous, uh, knowing laugh. Uh, the last place I yeah, want to no. be is in a, in a penthouse in a hotel. That's all I have to say. I'm going in the yeah. basement if I'm anywhere. Um, this was really um, great. I have a hard time getting me like, this was fun. It was great information. I really, again, suggest to, to people that they share this information and I will put the uh, link for your great research page, the links dot uh, page, because there's so much great information there in the current papers. And I really recommend the video uh, with Dr. Milham doing the demo, just so you can. It's really once you see the visuals, it's really wow. Uh, yeah. Because and it's so easy to see. It's so flip the switch, watch the meteor go nuts. Turn the switch off. The meter goes down. I mean, it's very straightforward. There is nothing up his sleeves. You it's know, really we're excellent. measuring water now. I'm, I'm prepping to measure a river where a, a, a teenager floating down the river in a tube and she died. You know, I'm a healthy kid and it stopped wow. hurt. I'm going to go back at the same time of year and measure it this year. Wow. But, uh, yeah. but anyway. All right. Thank you very well, good, much, Doctor. Good luck. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. You too. Take, All right, everybody. Take care. Have a great rest of the weekend. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.